Good morning, Gardenio! Welcome to Adam vs. the Man, Good News Friday, special show, No What? You're shaking your head? I think you might need to reload. <laughs> Technical difficulties Friday. Welcome to the show. Now, it, it just refreshed. Did Jim take me off? <laughs> I'm flashing on and off. Uh, I don't know. Jim, are we live? Are we okay? Let's kick off Friday's show with producer notes. We have, oh, it says no video. Yeah. See, that's what it was. Your black screen. Right. All right. Adam versus the doctor. Uh, okay, welcome to Adam versus the man, everybody. This is your producer, Jim Freedom. Adam's having technical difficulties and he's back, so you can stop looking at my ugly mug till I do promos. <laughs> it's because the FBI is visiting us again today. They have to scramble our signal in the morning. <laughs> We're on the schedule. So you could hear me, but you couldn't see me for a minute. So we refreshed. I'm getting a new phone today. I'm really excited. I am into the new era of 5G and brain tumors today. Yeah. Thank you, Verizon, government, corporate phone company. Yeah, dealing with Verizon. You know, it's like it's like dealing with government. Um we are going, Joey and I are going today to our third visit to oh, Verizon this week. Hopefully last. <clears throat> hopefully last visit to Verizon. Um, I'm not too confident. Yeah. But you, it's this weird thing that it sort of hit me like, I mean, this shouldn't be a new epiphany to me at all. But like in this particular episode of Dino with Verizon, I'm like, this is like going to the DMV. <laughs> like. Ooh, except just they, except that the people are really nice. Yeah, you can't but, even get mad. That sucks. Like that's that's the that's <laughs> the only difference is like the people are cool and they want to have like they're not motivated by like petty authority bullshit like the DMV, but like the, just the headache, the bureaucracy, the weight, the misinformation. Over I was and told and, this, and, and no is, accountability. Zero. Yeah. Accountability. Like, okay. Oh, I can't return this item without the box. Are you this is and this is by the way, this is not even Verizon. This is one of their subsidiary spinoffs, TCC authorized retailer. Okay, enough bitching about that. Today's an exciting day it. because it's it's like I feel like Adam Sandler going, it's Nudie Magazine Day. It's Nudie New Magazine Phone Day. day. I'm, getting, I'm getting a Samsung S21, top of the line. Um, but two things I want I want to tease ahead. Joey uh, is, is with us in studio co-hosting a watching your comments. G.I. Mary Jane. Uh, yesterday, we had a really fun special episode with our panel on uh, the situation with the chair of the Libertarian Party. And we ended up going, uh, what, about 40 minutes long? Yeah, it on the was show yesterday. It was great, we should have gone for the whole three hours. No, 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 it was because no, well, <laughs> people needed to go, like our guests, um, because we had uh, how many guests did we have? We had five all together, counting Steve as co host, moderator. Um, and we ended up having to cut the show short. By the way, fun show yesterday. A lot of people. Spending money on super chats because like, people are going to come back and watch this. I'm going to I'm going to promote my LP cost. So that was cool to see. But I was remiss in having forgotten to get back to Ed. Actually, well, we we just didn't have time. 
So I, I had to cut the show when we went 40 minutes over. And uh, we we skipped going back to Ed with the comment contest. But it, things, it seems like there were just a lot of great LP jokes. So if you had the best LP joke on the show yesterday, tell it again in the comments today. Or email Jim at thefreedomline.com. And uh, and we'll get you membership to the the Adverse of the Man Producers Club uh, that you could also buy your way into for ten dollars a month. But I want to keep the NPC joke thing going because we I had guess. a couple good ones, and I'm just I like so I'm gonna do it again. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for this? If you have a Blue Lives Matter sticker on your vehicle, you might be an NPC. If you pay as much in taxes as the government will let you. You might be an NPC. If you're more afraid of COVID than the police, you might be an NPC. <laughs> if you don't get the irony of a thin blue line flag next to a Gadsden flag, you might be an NPC. <laughs> so if you if you have an I fill if you blank, you yeah. might be an NPC. Fill in the blank. Right answers only this time. Right this answers. Really, 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 yeah, good stuff. Um but then, so Joey, uh, before we get to producer's notes, let's get Joey on screen real quick. And we'll do producer's notes. Then we'll jump into our big pile of headlines. Rearranging the order because I don't have my links organized today on this Friday. Our lead story um, is, the, is, is for, we're going to we're gonna do this as an is it good news question for the day. I'm indifferent about this. Because I don't know. I don't know either. I don't I'm know. Not... Is this good news or not? Like, <sighs> hmm. The sun.com with this headline fallen angels victoria's secret ditches angels supermodel to redefine sexy with diverse high achievers like megan rapinoe and i'm I, I don't know who that is i don't either. um i i i'm i'm reading into this like all sorts of uh what Are is saying that every other angel is crap compared to this megan person because that's kind of a shitty topic. no I'm no no high diverse high achiever Diverse high achievers. Think about that. I mean, they've already got like, like, I, and I'm like, like the reason I, I was partly distracted, like the whole first. I'm still distracted because I've got the, this picture I, of the runway <laughs> with all the supermodels pulled How up, and like my brain, as a male brain, is programmed to look at this and and be like, yeah, that, yeah, that one, Jim. Right um, now, now underneath you see higher the the new less the the not physically attractive but intellectually attractive diverse high achievers are those the diverse high achievers no no oh, those are the angels, angels. yeah those okay. are the original angels so that's the diverse high achiever yeah uh now i i'm a little like i'm a little offended by the redefined sexy part like victorious fuck you corporate underwear salesman like no you you don't like Sexy is defined by biology, by the eye of the beholder, not your corporate policy. That that aside, because they didn't. Victoria's Secret isn't saying we're redefining sexy. That's just the U.S. Sun headline, right? Uh, the lingerie brand announced plans to work with a new group of women, including actress Priyanka Chopra Jonas and transgender model Valentina Sampaio, on Wednesday. I'm pretty sure I'm programmed to not be attracted to trans women. And I will tell you, I will tell you, they are women. Because what defines gender is most important to me is your mind, not your body. 
you're a woman in a man's body, you're a woman. You want to identify as a woman? I will respect that. I will call you as you wish to be called, uh, as long as you're not a dick about it, you know? Uh, and you can have that removed, by the way. Uh, but no, I, I, I absolutely respect and I, I do have some sort of, uh, you know, undetermined opinions on, you know, there, there, there are a lot of ways that we address the issue of trans people and as, as a medical condition or to treat medically, however, you, or, or to transition even. There are a lot of ways that we do fucked up inappropriate things with that. To whatever extent it is correct, it is done. I don't really care. It's kind of the same thing about this. Like, I'm 39 not 13. I don't jerk off to Victoria's Secret catalogs anymore. I feel anymore. like there might be so, some 39 year old men that still do this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, don't write that off. So to I, the to the fan, like this is definitely bad news to fallen or to the Angels fans. And I wonder, this is not the baseball team, Victoria's Secret Angels. And it's kind of creepy, like to say, like someone says, uh, you know, at a bar, you know, oh, what, what are you, what, what are you a fan of? You know, you're watching TV in a bar next to some dudes. Like, oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm an Angels fan. I'm, 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 I'm from, uh, from the Anaheim area. And you go, oh, I'm a, I'm a Victoria's Secret Angels fan. Happens you go, Wait, what? All the time. What? No, no, and, and no, no. It's like dudes talk about. I, I'm porn sure there are fans of, but it's kind of creepy to come out and be like. Thing with a big, like, that's true, guys. Got there, guys who are like, secret. Yeah. like, yeah, there's I'm sure there's guys that are connoisseurs and collectors of the Angels brand. So, uh, you know, I, I'm part of me is like the fact that we confuse underwear catalogs for porn is a really, a really sick sign in our society that we're not more real about sex overall, just being healthy about it and open about it and not letting our fears and insecurities drive open conversation into the shadows. Um, so I, part of me wants to say like, I, good. Like I, I don't like now we're more What's sexually that? healthy and Victoria's Secret can just sell underwear and not be a sex icon. But that was part of their business model is that they make themselves, they make Victoria's Secret, the brand, this sexual icon so that when women buy products from them, whether it's like, by the way, they sell a lot of stuff besides lingerie now too, right? It's like they do. Yeah, they do. A lot, they've always done a lot of like yoga stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, so, they, so they branched out their, their product line a little bit. But uh, they're still their core model is they're selling sexy, right? They're that they're selling. I mean, Joey, correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me what. Well, I smoke these uh, COVID vitamins here because we have some really good legalization stories that GI Mary Jane brought us today as well. Yeah, uh, but no. So, so Joey, you you have some sort of uh, sex industry credibility as a stripper here, uh, related stuff. I don't know what you want to get into if it's relevant to show credentials credentials for this this issue second domino does anybody use real girls anymore just flesh lights yeah oh you want to go make tau on this men going their own way and getting red pills this goes back to our we first can, comment get deep into that if you're still using your hands and not a flashlight you all right all right we, we're gonna go joe rogan flashlight style on this talk about flashlights for the first 10 minutes of every show um Ooh, that's like that's another debate. For, maybe that's a mental health Monday debate question. Like uh, hands versus toys for men. That's a good um, mental health Monday. I don't Back know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
Craig, uh, uh, Craig brought up with well, Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition contained trans and plus models as well. And like I say, that's that's up to Sports Illustrated. Like just because yeah, again, I don't really Secret care. Does this, I don't think that it should make anybody feel forced to to change their brand one way or another. I I don't know, but will I? Well, so. Uh... Going up to a stranger and going, I'm an Angels fan, even if you mean the Anaheim Angels, to me, that's a little creepy. I guess. Like, um, I was a, I was a sports fan when I was 13. You know, Oakland Athletics, Bash Brothers, you know, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco. Same time you, same time you, you know. should be a Victoria's Secret Catalog. Yeah, right. When exactly, you're 13, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, like, there's, there are a lot of fucked up ways we do sports and tribalism. And there's a reason governments heavily subsidize sports teams and athletic leagues in so many ways, especially through stadiums and mass commercialization when it comes to, you know, city-sponsored professional teams. But there's so much more pathology, immaturity, stunted human potential that we can see in these issues. So Sports Illustrated, you want to add in Craig, that's a great question. And wasn't wasn't this a big? They had a trans model, didn't they? For the last sure, I think so. It was a big deal. Big dreams. Um, big dreams. Male modeling is next for them. Male swimsuit models, sign me up. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, I what is what is Sports Illustrated selling? And and, and I will say, Secret. we're talking about Victoria's. No, 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 no. But Sports we're Illustrated. Back we're back to go back to Victoria's Secret and and your take on this. But what is Sports Illustrated selling? And sports. why do they work in the annual swimsuit issue? Like that's a because like, sex sells. That's a quirk of human psychology. But no, you get a group of guys turned on about sports. Oh, we want to look at sexy athletic women together too, right? But the the togetherness All of that and the oh my God. mixing of swimsuit models and 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 sports seemed always like a weird contradiction for me. You know, so what? Like, what are they selling? Sports Illustrated. It, 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 it it's one thing. So, like, I, I think that a healthy relationship with sports would still include some form of spectatorship. I think, like, when I did a rugby tour in New Zealand in college, we played against a community club where they had uh, on they had a whiteboard of all the age brackets and classes and divisions that were playing that day, and they had like a you know four-year-old to eight-year-old league and eight to 10 and 10 to 12 and 12 to 14 and 14 to 18 high school. And then like 18 to 25. And then they had an open men's division one, two, three. And then they had, they had a senior, they had seniors division. There was over 50 rugby, over 60, over 70. And then they had the same thing on the women's side of the board, about half as many teams, you know, but it was the same kind of spectrum of, of that age diversity okay. so that people can, and they were all playing rugby together. It was a community thing. The spectatorship was going to cheer on your friends and your family totally. and, and drink beer and, and, and have good food. And it was a, that's healthy sports spectatorship. Come cheer on your community club against, but this totally. like my city and my country versus your city and your country and okay. my brand of my team. Fuck you. Fuck that! That is that is yeah, perverse. That. that is. I haven't. Even, I haven't even gotten <laughs> to that yet. That that is that is a perverse way. That is that is a way that we do sports in society. That is a manifestation of things that could be better. At least I don't want to say unhealthy. I don't want to take a disease. I, yeah, sports has always bothered me. I want to take me. an optimization. 
Sports always bother me because you have cults of people that just every Sunday, Monday that you know they've got your different. Yeah. They just it, it it consumes them, and if they could just put that 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 energy into activism, into whatever yeah, right. the hell they're or, I mean, just about, live better, just live whatever. better. Just put uh, yeah. that energy somewhere that's that's focused properly for your community, and like you know, go in. I, well, uh, libertarians like to point out me. that statism is like a religion that that people people in america claiming to be christian most of y'all are full of shit because you say you're christian you go to church once a week but you interact with government and pay taxes continuously you read news about politicians and play bullshit partisan games and argue with people online and debate with your friends and that's what you care about and that's if you go to church once a week most americans who claim to be christian Oh, well, you know, major holidays and when we're free and that's an all oh, feel like a Christian. You're a state worshiper, but you go, oh, what do you really put your energy and time into? There is a big chunk of society that are unhealthy sports worshipers. So anyway, why do they, but there is, now, now, now let's bring it back to Victoria's Secret via swimsuit edition of the Sports Illustrated, whatever, God damn it. Real, like, that's, that's always struck me as really weird. And it's like, there's real porn. Why do you want to see women in bathing suits? I get it. Different guys turned on different things. I'm not saying women in bathing suits aren't attractive, but it's like if you're going to jerk off, like th- th- there's also like like do it and and don't let it take over your life. You know, and I think if like you're everything. spending a lot of time like like if you're flipping like softcore porn or, or or Sports Illustrated, like you're flipping through. Like I get it, you're 13, you're gonna get a, you're gonna you're gonna be fine <laughs> with it with it with a Victoria's Secret catalog, but. Especially uh, if you have a cell phone. You see yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> at this point, this is archaic, right? Yeah, 13-year-old boys have cell phones now. Uh, but like, if you're like you, you, you have a sexual need as a dude or a woman, and and and, and masturbation is a healthy expression for you. Okay, um, but and, and it's it's enjoyable, sure. It's even self-expression. It's meditative. It's healthy. But at some point, it's not. When you're a dude who just likes to look at caught chicks all the time, you know, like really, really, dude, like, like you and don't have more to your life than that, than just like I like to spend my time looking at hot chicks. There's an entire you know? industry and it's that like, flourishes off. Of yeah, that. but yeah, so I, so I think there's a positive, healthy way of doing porn towards satisfaction. But in all those healthy things I listed about it, there, there's a great point of diminishing return, right? where our curve of diminishing returns where you spend more time looking at naked women it doesn't make your life better you know like dudes better should spend a certain amount of time looking at naked women but there's this like modern industrialized way that we do it that's clearly unhealthy because it's dudes looking at sports illustrated uh, swimsuit edition and victoria's secret catalog so to that joey tie this to the woman's experience what are women buying what do you what are they selling you with Victoria's Secret? What are they selling you with Victoria's Secret? Me? me? Wait, what was that? Did you want me to respond to that comment? He's talking a tube and it is this the good news segment of the day. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, this is, we're starting. Yeah, we're starting. Yeah, we need to wrap this up because we want to take your comments on this. It's so well, so, so, so we'll talk about this and then we'll get back to the story. I would say that even when you get to Sports Illustrated, the bikini model thing or the bikini episode, episode edition. I feel like women are buying that more than men. Women are buying Victoria's Secret more than men. I don't think it's a, 
you know, aside from the 13 year old boys who are finding the Victoria's Secret in their mom's bedroom, that it's really a, a man marketed avenue at all. Like Victoria's Secret is, is, is selling primarily to women and now to trans women. So it's only natural that they make this. How much of Victoria's Secret sales are men buying underwear as gifts? I've never done that for a woman. I've never, I mean, not that I'm against it, but I, I wouldn't, it's it's a little weird. You have to know I, someone. You and have I, to I've just know never been them. in a relationship with a woman their side. for whom they like that or that was something they wanted. Men right? who've so, gotten me lingerie give me money to go get lingerie because they don't want to mess with the sizes. They want to make sure it fits right. I you want, know, I, I, but I want you, you to be able to buy something cute to show yeah, off. That's a fun thing in a relationship. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm going to read the next couple paragraphs here, and I think this is going to say this is going to tell me it's good news um, because it's it's we're getting rid of this uh, the relevance of Victoria's e Victoria's Secret as a, a, a cultural icon of sexuality, and it's just going to be underwear sales, but or it's going to be more focused on practical underwear sales and actually making women look and feel sexy rather than like through actually delivering on those services rather than creating this outsized brand to be sexy to men. And, and that seems like a manifestation of something unhealthy where a woman who, and, and women are, are perpetually insecure about their appearance and their sexuality and their appeal. Right. Unfortunately. So it's just, you know, the way that men are insecure about our, you know, financial status and physical strength. We you know, can totally deprogram you know, ourselves the cars that we that, drive. Like... That's what this, so th th this, it seems like Victoria's Secret as a brand was capitalizing on women using them as a crutch. Well, I don't know if I'm really feeling sexy, but Victoria's Secret's on the label. So I must be like one of the angels to my man now, right? And it's like, no, Victoria's Secret, like, and it just actually deliver quality shit that works for all women, right? For realistic looking women. And that's maybe that's, that's I mean, progress. Victoria's Secret's never had realistic looking women. Of course. They, well, they that's, just... that's, 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 that's their apps, their idea. Or we're going to present this beauty appeal and that's part of the brand. So here, here's the, the next part of the story. Others newly signed up by the underwear company include freestyle skier, Eileen Goo, plus size model, Paloma Elsasser, Sudanese, Australian model, Adut Akech and photographer, Amanda, de Cadenet. Victoria's CEO, Victoria's Secret CEO, Martin Waters, told the New York Times the angels were no longer culturally relevant. I, and it's like, he doesn't care about the culture and relevance. It's branding relevance. It's what drives sales. And he, they're doing this because they believe they're going to sell more underwear this way. Right? That's great. I think that's a positive sign. You, a sign you, you have to evolve with the times or your, your brand will fail. This is, this is a massive corporation adjusting to uh, a positive cultural shift. And as someone who has been a champion of this my entire career as a, a public figure of, of healthy sexuality, or at least getting, you know, getting past these bullshit hangups and identifying all the ways that statism and government and that related paradigm is holding us back. Um, I think this is a good thing. I, I, I think there's, there, there is some bad stuff. Um, uh, and, and I, I want to hear in the comments people people pointing out like no we're embracing some abandonment of like biological health and beauty ideal and like I, I, I do have weird issues with 
Like with, with not in a, not in an underwear. You have a trans woman in an underwear catalog. You want to sell underwear to trans women? <laughs> cool, no problem with that. But you want to put that on on a billboard as uh, necessarily promoting a, a healthy beauty ideal. I start to get mixed feelings, and and it's not and <sighs> yeah. All right, so what mixed feelings about the billboard? Like, is that too bold? Well, this is I get it. So like the plus magazine side, you so, have to go ask for, right? And so so no, I, what what I what I might have a problem with. I think I know where you're going with this. Is like and this is a weird small problem I have with like the championing of plus size models. Okay. Like I am for all like like plus size is fine, okay. Um if they're if they're of a healthy weight. But they're they're and, and they're you know big is beautiful and I'm, I don't want to body shame. But when it turns into we are promoting something unhealthy because unhealthy is mainstream that, because food companies and government uh, and corporations have made Americans so fat. Instead yes. of saying here's a healthy beauty ideal that's realistic and you can be a chunky woman, you don't have to be ripped. You don't have to be toned be to be soft, healthy and sexy. You can be soft and curvy, but you can't be fat. No, and you I can't think, be I obese. think promoting like the there, idea there that is you kind of a line there. Yeah, I think the it's idea a blurry promoting, line. It's a big soft blurry line. Fat shame is is okay. You shouldn't shame anybody because you don't know their journey leading up to whatever right. this unhealthy decision is. So yeah, don't shame them, but at the same time, don't don't make it beautiful. Don't make little girls or boys aspire to be overweight because they saw it on a billboard and and then they get this so to the extent, idea that oh i want to be that big thing on the billboard mm, i don't have to do anything and people will take care of me and everything will be okay and, and we don't we don't want to promote that if we want to promote wellness taking care of yourself and taking care of others in your community voluntarily because they're taking care of themselves too like I, and this is where i my jerk my I'm still jury out on of how we deal with transsexuality today. How much is healthy? How much is unhealthy? I don't think anyone would dispute with me, would, would argue with me that, that there, and maybe this would be our next panel debate for the show, that some stuff is healthy and some stuff is unhealthy. Like when someone self-identifies as trans and has mental health issues, that we support them and we encourage them and we love them and we listen to them and we provide them with therapy and whatever it is they need to feel good. That's clearly on the healthy side. Craig's the, got a point here too. Some models don't eat healthy as well. I've, I've modeled before. Yes. I oh, oh you. yes. Oh, there has been there a weird a skinny ideal. You do not feed too. the models. When you show up, <laughs> the show, I'm telling you, even if it's a don't hair feed show, the models Adam, till the even end of the if day. it's a hair show, don't feed the models until the end because of the day. Don't tempt them. Don't make it hard for them because they have this. You don't problem. want them getting tired. It's not even about like an overall weight thing. So for instance, I, I do a lot of hair shows back in the day. Hair shows always came through Baltimore. They used to pay me to cut my hair. I mean, that's just a woman's dream, right? But you show up <laughs> right. and uh, okay. Jim, help me with this comment. It's frozen here. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> but you show up and you get water all day, but when you start saying, I'm hungry because you've been there for six hours, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. And they make sure that you can't go get anything. I, I, I think it's multifaceted. They don't want you distracted. They don't want you leaving and taking a bunch of bathroom breaks either. Like they've got this whole, you know, seminar to run and you're their centerpiece. Uh, well, in a way, it's a positive encouragement thing once women have, once that's the game. 
and women have said when women show and by the way yeah part of that is that most people live over a healthy weight and want to appear under when they're getting their picture taken you know well, now, so, but the picture, see, Photoshop fixes all that. You don't have to. Uh, you, you don't even have to get nothing ready. Nothing on the internet nothing is real. Even, even these abs are Photoshopped. The Live, StreamYard, the weed's real. real. The weed's the drugs are real. It's not theatrical use of, of, of drugs. Um, are we done with this issue? I want to hear comments on this. Oh, Let's get and, to... Uh, and, oh, if you blame guns for killing people, but not spoons for making them. Ah, yes, hold on, hold on, hold on. What was the other one? I gotta, I gotta write this down. I'm, I blame guns, blame spoons. I'll put that back together later. You'll what was the other one that we got? If you might be an NPC. Oh, I forget that was way up there. Let's look at it. Who was If that? if you spend more time watching sports, there's there's. There's, there's one about that. We'll put that together later. All right. Yeah, Producer notes, Jim. What's going on? Good morning. We're all kind of... It's just of... you. Just get rid of me. Just you. Oh, yeah. It's me. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a, a good one. We're a little bit different on our format today. Can you hear me? Am I... Okay. All right. Join us to public telegram channel, t.me forward slash Adam versus man. What's Jim. happening right now? Jim, what happened? what's going on? Jim, what? Jim, what? your mic is off. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's you not. again. It's not that I can't hear. Yeah. We're doing this weird, weird streamer thing again, and we're Stream interrupting Jim, and we don't even know. Let it. me try this. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can Adam hear me now? Everything looks good on my end. How, I'm getting you phone today. 5G better fix this. What's the audience say? Does the audience say I can hear? Yeah, audience says it's good. So just go sit in a corner and wait till I'm done with promos. Adam versus man. Join us at t.me forward slash Adam versus man. That's the public telegram channel where you get links to all the all the links to the show we do today and other show notes. If you want to keep up with everything that's going on with the show, if we do something new, we start posting somewhere new, that's where we'll let everybody know about it. So it's definitely cool. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. we got four different levels, one, five, 10 and $50 a month to support the show. $10 a month will get you access to the private telegram producers club. Uh, that is a very cool thing to do. And once the, once you're a private producers club member, you'll get 15% off of free shipping on everything you purchase with us. Uh, cigarfederation.com is an excellent website to check out Instagram at the garden of freedom. That's where I, why am I? It's Friday and I woke up late and I'm horrible at the promos today. Cause I'm just doing text. I don't know why I'm not showing you all this great stuff that we got going on. Instagram at the garden of freedom is right here. You can check that out. You, uh, Adam caught himself a snake yesterday. So you can definitely zoom in and have fun looking at that picture. That's an awesome looking snake that he caught. You can see all the pictures and videos at the garden of freedom on Instagram. My, my browser didn't even share my screen that time as I get back to it. What a day we're having today, everybody. So one more thing, gogreenenergyonline.com. It's the best website where we send everybody to. It didn't share that one either. I don't know what's going on with my website with StreamYard. StreamYard's, let me try this again. Yes, there it is, gogreenenergyonline.com. Uh, definitely visit this website if you're thinking anything about solar power, micro wind power, uh, zero energy homes, gogreenenergyonline.com is a place for you. Thank you very much. Jesus, that was brutal. 
<laughs> well, thanks, Jim, for whatever that was. It looked brilliant. I couldn't hear a word. Yeah, FBI visits, and then we have technical difficulties. Mm, no, we've always had technical difficulties. This is nothing new. Um, but yeah, the struggle is real. Do the same thing, and it's it's this is it's just a fun quirk of modern independent media production. And this is like why I do this from my phone. And this is a really big deal today. I know this sounds like like I'm I, at first I was just geeking out and making an excuse. For starting a show with technical difficulties that were totally my fault and blaming my well, it's kind of my phone's fault. But it's like this is a real like half my brain. It, I I don't know, like maybe two-thirds of my brain is my phone. <laughs> the other third is still organic. Two-thirds of my brain is my phone, functionally during the day of what does thinking on behalf of the super ego of Adam Kokesh. <laughs> um, so anyway, today we're, we're taking the leap to 5G. I have a Pixel 3 XL. And I, I it's funny because, oh, the last thing about dealing with Verizon, it's like dealing with, with government. Joey and I were, were realizing like, wait a second. If you sent me into a dealership to buy a new car, it might take less time than it's taking us to buy a new phone. You can literally buy a car like, online now and go pick it up from other fucking machine, but you can't get out of a Verizon store in less than two hours. Right? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, mm. government ah. has something to do with this. Something, something to do with this. Uh, but not only that, in trying to buy my new phone, and I'm going for Pixel 3 XL is like what three or four years old, 4G, and I'm I'm upgrading to Samsung 21 plus 5G UW Ultra. Have my Pixel like, 2 so. for that fucking long? It's been that you, long. You're on a Pixel 2, yeah. It's yeah. archaic technology now. That's crazy. If anybody wants to weigh in on this, if I shouldn't, this is a last chance to convince me to get something else. It's a $1,200 fucking phone, but. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, say exactly why or how. I'm getting sort of the best deal possible out of this trade in, et cetera, et cetera. Rolled in financing, blah blah blah. So the it's audience not like, is getting but, the best deal too, because we're gonna have 5G and way better connectivity and way yeah. gonna be way more reliable. So yeah. I feel like so someone signed up for Patreon for forty dollars a month to, to, to pay for financing. <laughs> For me to get a Samsung S21 Plus. While we wait for Starlink. 5G UW until we get Starlink MeshNet. But the thing is, that device itself in your pocket, even this Pixel 3 XL, it's almost like it's excessive. And in a way, remember the movie Her? I've referenced this a few times on the show. Joaquin Phoenix, he has a, a, a cutting-edge cell phone that's AI that has a personality, falls in love with it. But then he finds out that it's he's talking to one AI who's in this romantic relationship with thousands of other people, right? And uh, it, it, it's it's a real mind fuck of, of the film. But even the device, it's like he's just talking to it, and it's it's a screen, and like has a touch screen. And there's some things that our brains to communicate with the devices. You know, we want we we want to be able to touch. But even that is like, it's a relatively new innovation. The, the, the concept of a phone 
as as we know it today, of a screen, camera front, camera back, you know, battery ports, microphone, speakers, all of these fundamental elements that make up the phone, they're just accelerating in capability. I think it's being suppressed now. If my Alexa had a body, I'd be married. Good call second domino. Second domino is um, on a roll today. <laughs> all right. Yeah, in a certain kind of way. I've had these days too. I don't know. I have. <laughs> So, uh, I'm. If anybody wants to convince me otherwise that I, sh I shouldn't get, I shouldn't upgrade to this phone. Um, I, I hate giving Verizon money, uh, but in a way, I don't mind. Like when I give Walmart money, I'm I'm voting with my dollar for you know certain economic preferences. I want money going into smartphone development. I want because eventually, uh, I don't think these companies realize it but they're on the verge of killing themselves by making their technology too good. And what I mean by that is specifically modern telecoms are about to be made obsolete by mesh nets. When I say about, I mean like historically speaking, not like in the next week, but like in the next few years, five to 10 times. Like, I, I have a hard time believing it would take more than five years for us to get towards some major leap of mesh nets that render central servers and serve ISPs and cell phone service providers obsolete effectively because the devices are going to be so powerful in terms of transmission, memory, uh, data transmission and receiving, memory capacity and storage that you're going to have mesh nets. They're, going to, they're not going to need to com communicate through central hubs. It's going to be a mesh net, people communicating with each other, decentralized data, a lot of things that blockchain makes possible. That's so, what Tesla figured out and they buried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of that, but, but there, e even without that, there's, there's just an exponential nature to this technology that if your business is Verizon, eventually you go, shit, it's going to have to fundamentally adapt to something else. And in, in that sense, I don't mind. I think it's very unfortunate. I feel like I'm going to the DMV. This is like, it has a and 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 it's weird to talk about this on a Good News Friday. We're having a lot of weird fun at the beginning of the show today, but uh, still, first hour at least. It, it it hurts my soul as a libertarian to give money to Verizon, but at the same time, I feel like I'm being a part of this beautiful process of technological advancement. Craig, if you wake up every day and look to Fauci and your governor to see what liberties you can have back, you might be an NPC. Craig, yeah. Yeah. Um, right answers yeah. only. Yeah. Uh, I want to laugh. It, it, yeah. It's not funny because everybody does that. Isn't That's why we have to sit in Verizon for two hours because everybody is an NPC. And Lowest common denominator. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the, the, the phone I'm getting, though, I mean, when the, the lady at the store told me about it, it was like, and the cameras do this. They, they got optical zoom cameras built into a phone that's like this fucking thick now, too. Holy shit. Like we're going to have fun with this one with some video stuff. Uh, hopefully, we, we're going to, with 5G, it's going to enable us to, to have the uh, bandwidth to plug in better equipment. So either either the, the, the front-facing camera on this thing will be so badass that this picture will be like, Oh, it's Adam's face. Stand back from the camera. <laughs> Put on the suit and stand to, back. You're going to have you know? to uh, moisturize. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to moisturize. I, I don't own a David Love on Facebook. I don't own a business, so I don't need a smartphone. I use YouTube and simple apps. That's all I need. That's that's yeah. still a smartphone. Still a smartphone. So you're, you're like, no, 
dumb phone. Like, if you want to say it's not a smartphone, you got to be talking clamshell shit. And I don't give a fuck. I still use a pencil. <laughs> well, we still use the whiteboard occasionally. I still, I still use a pencil in construction. Stuff, I, writing but... is very important to me. Like, I remember things better when I actually write it down. Like, <coughs> I don't know. I'm crazy. The ADD. There's, there's, there's a way. Yeah, I don't know. If there's, is there going to be like a weird balance with that? Like, is right now we're still in the phase of of going paperless for a lot of things. Like, there's like airline tickets. That's right? paperless. No, you can still you get, can still get okay. them. I don't. It's, no, it's they're they're in they're transitioning. Oh, they're making it so they're, they're getting rid of paper. All no, 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 no. I'm saying we went from all paper right to now you, you can get an a boarding pass on your phone and you can hold it up and scan it. But a lot of times they'll print them out and you know it's like just in case. And I'm still not confident enough in the system. I mean, they're all government airlines anyway, right? Um, but I, 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 I sometimes I, I prefer. Like if I'm gonna hand, if I have to show the TSA, I don't like the TSA touching my phone. Me you, now with the TSA, you can hold it. They it's don't even like. Cool. They don't even let you. They don't, even, they don't want to. They don't want to touch your phone. You just smart for them. And yeah, and, and you just you just put boop on the screen, and yeah. you want, like I've tried to hand it to them, and they like cringe, like not nah, put it on the ew. Yeah, no, and that's good. I like that I'm actually. Down with that. And same thing, they they've actually got this down too at the gates. Maybe I should stop, you know doing the paper thing and and we can we can eliminate it there where do we still use paper i have a, a lot of rec like receipts sitting right here you know no, so that's paper. there so that there's a reason for it there's a there's a specific reason to use that media because for you the physical but what is that going to be true for a kid who's raised with a keyboard and a, and a touch screen instead of a pen and a pencil and crayons kids are still going to use crayons right so Gardena is going to be a sm smart city. Smart, smart city. city. Thanks, you guys. And then Craig's got a great idea. Some live streaming so with a new phone uh, for the patients. Sure, this sure. Weekend. I yeah, think we'll that's see. Totally yeah, uh, we're, we're, we want to focus. We want to shift Saturday to morning. being you know ad free, demonetizing YouTube, and and focusing on uh, Patreon and merch for our, our business model with Adam versus <laughs> Man. And of course, MD weighing in. Uh, super chat nine 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 for a prepaid minutes card. Thank Whoa. you, MP. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I, I actually, I really should have another phone. Just to, you know, I, I have. Oh, you know what I should? Okay, so here's my trick, Joey. Don't let me forget this. I just realized something very, very important. Um, I because I'm gonna have two live phones, and I, I hate to say I need the Verizon. Because Verizon is the top of the line coverage and data service. And as I travel, to be able to have confidence to say I can do the show with my phone from anywhere, um, it sucks. But it's worth paying Verizon for that right now. Totally. If it wasn't for this, if it was for just I me, I'd, I'd, I'd have the phone that Pat has here. I go to Walmart and get, you know, $150 smartphone. It's just basic shit, but it gets everything done and lets me use the Internet and have fun and do all the basic communications that I need to do. Um, if it wasn't for the business and, and multimedia and, and I do some of the video editing on the phone. Uh, well, actually, I'm really looking forward to that because on the Pixel 3 XL, you can do video video editing. It's a, li it's a little limited. I'm looking forward to the next leap in that and having a top of the line phone. Uh, more funny comments. What do we have here? Uh, for a Faraday cage for Ed. <laughs> well, you know. So these, well, Ed's the, got the, a point. The, the geodesic domes, we can build these into Faraday cages. Totally good, yeah. 
functionally. Paperless sounds cool until the FBI takes your phone and you don't have anyone's number written down. They're blocking the cloud somehow and the new phone contacts did not populate. Okay, so Ed, I would say that's a quirk of the current system of government, not a failing of the technology with what I'm talking about going to paperless. Here's my point. What I'm getting at is that, like, because with, with what you're talking about, first of all, we wouldn't have the FBI confiscating phones. If we had the technological leap, two things would be different in your situation, Ed. And this is one of the things I was sort of asking them. was like, if you're getting data off the phone, can't you just plug in a, a phone raping device that just sucks all the data off onto your hard drive? And you can phone sort raping it later? device? Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm, what would you call it? I don't know. Is that, is that inappropriate triggering people? No. But if you're an FBI right agent, there, I go well, around like, yeah, snatching it feels, people's it feels phones. It's, 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 a, it's violating. You might be an NPC. Can we, yeah. use, can, we use, just, can we just use the word? I'm, I've been like too politically correct avoiding the use, the use of the word rape because it, it's, it's a trigger for, for a lot people of people. People get victims, upset right? when I say something but rape. Can we, can we use like, like the N word? When I'm discussing it etymologically, I'll say it. Etymologically. You know, when, when, when I'm quoting someone, I've said it quoting other people on the show. I'm not like hypersensitive to it, but like the word rape too, similarly should, should I, should I, cause like, can we, we, we just use it metaphorically and say, we can, we I can. I think you can say whatever you want. That's I mean, I know I can, show. but should I? I think um, that's up to you. I say rapey a lot and I mean. Rapey. See, if women can, if women are comfortable saying rapey and talking about rape comfortably is a threat and they should be then we should be comfortable as a society using the word rape, right? As, as uh, metaphorically, yeah. right? Uh, for, for rhetorical purposes. Okay, second domino. If you're an FBI agent that goes around snatching people's phones, <laughs> you might be an NPC. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, but th- th- there's, so with Ed, so the other thing that would be different with Ed's phone, not only would there be a phone raping device <laughs> That the FBI would have and go, oh, no, we have a warrant. We're going to plug in and take your date. And you could be like, okay, well, I have nothing to hide. Fucking go for it. Um, and it's no inconvenience. The other thing is that your backups would be better and more secure and not run by government authorized corporatist entities. Like you say the cloud, it's like, yeah, there's a problem with the cloud. The cloud is, is it, it can't be as secure or, or cheap or reliable as it should be with today's resources and demand and technology because government this is why we can't have nice things okay into the big pile of headlines strange sounds.org polynesians discovered antarctica over 1300 years ago yeah we're totally out of order today there's human optimization stories there's drug war stories there's discovering but you have history why not it's just a grab bag of fun a review of literary and oral history suggests Polynesians and not Europeans were the first to explore Antarctic waters and possibly even spot the frozen continent itself. European explorers were typically credited for discovering Antarctica 200 years ago. But new research reminds us of a neglected account in which Polynesians are described as sailing through Antarctic waters in the 7th century. Yeah. That wasn't white enough to make it into the history book. So fun history revisionism. Businessinsider.com SpaceX threatened with arrests as local authorities in Texas warned it may have committed a crime by using private security guards to block public roads. Like, why is this good news? Where we're it's like, oh, you you wanna you wanna make a speed limit on your roads? You you want you wanna control our road usage right now? Fuck you. 
where we're going, we're not going to need Rose, baby. <laughs> you know, to see SpaceX. So, like, it, it just sort of being like, oh, your government? Meh. <laughs> Texas officials warned SpaceX it might have committed crimes by closing public roads. In a letter, Cameron County DA Lewis Sands accused SpaceX of knowingly ignoring previous warnings. I'm like, SpaceX ignored previous warnings? Good job. Sains called the conduct unacceptable and threatened arrests for future violations. I'm thinking Princess Bride. Inconceivable! It's, it, 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 oh, you would defy my authority! Hold on. If inconceivable! They're, if they're blocking public roads. They can't do that. Uh, it, it, wait, are they blocking people from traveling through said public roads? Would it, would, this, there's got to be more to this. It's I don't know if I, heavy if SpaceX already... equipment and blocking roads to move stuff through okay. like you would industrially so like temporarily, yeah. like, like, like you're taking a, I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, that's like a forklift through the, or a fork, yeah. the farm. I mean, like I would road do, road. like, I, I mean, I, it's not, yeah, you no, so I would, no. Between a big, like, I don't know. I, did they yeah. piss people off? Or are they delaying? Like, or are they sitting there with armed guards? Fuck blocking, you, we're going to Mars. Them. Fuck you, government. We're going to Mars. Yeah, send my tickets to Mars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, PO, PO Box 973 asked for Mars. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gardenia, Mars. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. Uh, there's another story we got to get really this back to about Jeff Bezos. Uh, lifelong exercise adds up to big healthcare savings. Kind of wow. like a no duh from me, but just kind of cool that there's. And, and I was actually surprised at how low the numbers are here. Becoming more physically active today might help us avoid thousands of dollars in healthcare costs later. According to a new study of exercise and Medicare claims, it finds that people who start to exercise before or during middle age. Typically save anywhere from $824 to $1,874 annually on healthcare costs after retirement. And the earlier they start their workouts, the greater those savings can be. I thought it would be like, as I was reading that, I thought it would be per month, you know, like, but I guess the, the people don't spend that much on healthcare. But when it's chronic shit, right? Blank, $5 hey, from Aunt hey, Rosa. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Hey, sign up on Patreon for $5. And uh, we'll put it towards my phone bill. We'll send, we'll put it, we'll send it to Verizon so we can we can bring you the and show. And you get to see part two of the FBI video. Don't That's forget true. That. We haven't we haven't promoted that on the show. Was it yet? Was did we just do it yesterday? Yesterday, it, it dropped just yesterday. yesterday. So it I guess dropped. <clears throat> it dropped. Yes. Dropped. Um, we should be promoting this on <laughs> on Adam versus the Man for our primary audience. So Anne's five dollars. So Anne shuts up. Oh, okay, I see. Thanks, We're having a super chat enough. contest Thanks, this Friday, enough. aren't we? <laughs> Uh, but yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, wasn't I saying something intelligent or important before all that fun distraction? We were talking about um, the the Ed video, the, the, the Ed uh, video. yeah, FBI steal cell phone part two in Gardenia. Uh, we are gonna eventually, like you guys know, we're not gonna hide this story from the public. But I did say some things that were less than smooth in the video. Um, and uh, you get to see some of the behind the scenes of Joey chatting with the FBI agents and playing with the fur babies. It will be edited out of the final. Like, we're gonna do like a five minute song. Like, the funniest part, version. I think, is when Muffin comes in and grabs the kitten because Muffin's like, like No, yeah. y'all, y'all are gonna shoot my cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so when, when we do the edited version, 
Like this is in the this is in the first five minutes, isn't? No, this this is in the second second part. Yeah, we're gonna have to add a little explanation on it. Like, uh, you know, Mama Cat knows that. You know, yeah. All right. Um. So uh, this this uh, eight hundred twenty four dollars to one thousand eight hundred seventy four dollars annually on healthcare costs after retirement. Um. So it says you start working out middle age. After retirement, you save, you know, that much annually. And I, I'll just say for, for quick discussion purposes, up to $2,000. Because I think it's a lot more than this. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, and, a lot more. I mean, maybe a year. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, healthcare costs. This is what they account for in the study, which is uh, of a uh, study of exercise and Medicare claims. What are the health costs of all the shit that isn't accounted for that way? And I'm for before I get to the emotional, spiritual comfort costs. What what about uh, extra shit you gotta buy? Extra toiletries, extra clothes, things you wear out faster if you're unhealthy. You know, um, you know, all of those things add up, and that's not accounted for in this. But let's that I I would think even if this is the the what's accounted for in Medicare, just the after retirement part, it's got to be more like four to six thousand dollars a year, two or three times this, just adding in those material things. I agree. But this is also very this study. I'm I'm sharing this as good news because it's cool. For me to see what I've always known to like quantify it in this, but I, I think it needs to be contextualized to say what is what is that? Well, what if you had to spend another two thousand dollars annually on healthcare costs? And is that in surgeries? Is that in prescriptions? You have to take time that you now have to spend with the doctor or thinking about your medication every day, nursing some long-term health condition. And remember, this is just if you start middle age, the difference to retirement what if you start young what if you're always at a healthy weight mike freeman five dollars i want to rock too damn it and, the ant and the second domino are like you rock you rock you rock oh well mike freeman you head. are now officially rocking you are you are rock for the for the low low price of five dollars <laughs> you are rocking should we start selling gardenia rocks with that like when we get the gardenia sovereignty project sure, organized we can right. sell you a oh, piece of gardenia. Like it's sign. Adam signs a rock or carves a, a big G into it, and you can be gardenia rocking and fanny packing. I'm fanny packing every day now with dog treats. That's my new like puppy fur. Fur babies love me because I carry a fanny pack. Do you see this in the video? I'm wearing this fanny pack, and you don't know what it is, but. Um, yeah, I, I carry dog treats everywhere, and so all the fur babies love me and follow me around. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, let's take take a second. And, and by the way, the study involved mostly well-educated white men and women and has other limitations. But findings highlight how significantly exercise might benefit people's bank accounts as well as their bodies. And uh, this is the why is this important? Why I'm I am a, a health enthusiast. Not just for myself, but as an activist, as a fan of humanity, as I, I want, I'm not like, 
Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm special because I played rugby and I'm tough and look, I'm fit and I got good genetics and it's easy for me and I take a ton of supplements. It's like, no, because I want everybody to have this. Like, I want every human being on earth to be living their best, healthiest self, uh, the, you know, their the lives, lifestyles, everything to be their best self. And um, here, this is why the story is important. Physical activity is associated with longer lifespans and lower risks for a host of serious conditions, including type 2 diabetes, depression, cancer, arthritis, obesity, and dementia. But disheartening studies show that despite these allures, nearly half of American adults rarely, if ever, exercise. Nearly half of American adults are in the category of I rarely or never exercise. This pervasive physical torpor has personal and societal costs. The 2015 study estimated that inactivity drives at least $117 billion in annual healthcare spending in the United States, <clears throat> representing about 11% of the total. It's got to be more than that. I'll just be here sipping my tea. You don't have the profile. You got you to get sideways. Well, this is bad because it's like, it's a branded bottle. I should hide the brand. But no, this is what I do. Like, this is one of my healthy habits. I know it's a dumb thing to mention here, but um, gallon jugs, water, tea bags. Decaffeinated half the usually. I, I get like herbal fruit flavored just so I know it's fresh, good tasting water and uh, I enjoy it and I stay super hydrated. People don't like, so it's a lot of simple, stupid shit like that. Like with the vitamins while I'm on it, because I know we have some, some people in the audience uh, who have asked about this. <clears throat> uh, John, Michael, $10 super sticker. Is, was there a sticker that's like supposed to show up I think so, on YouTube, but it doesn't show up on your stream yard when we poured the comments over maybe? Yeah. No, look on you. What was the super sticker supposed uh, to be? Anyway. On so here's how I do supplements. And I don't mind giving the 30-second version of this every now and then on the show. So I have, I, I'm willing to take vitamins twice a day, not more than that. A lot of vitamin companies, supplements will say, oh, take this three times a day, four times a day. I'm like, no, fuck that. I cut it down twice a day. So when I have one of these that says four times a day, it's actually, it's not one, it's not one week, it's two weeks. And I take a ton of supplements twice a day. And when I do it, it's a lot, it's like a mouthful of vitamins. And sometimes people go, well, how do you take that all in one gulp? And it's like, mm -hmm, practice. Uh, it's a but, little ninja dog fox thing. Ninja the dog fox is super sticker. All right. Adorable. Ninja dog fox. Thank ninja you. Thank you for the super thing. sticker. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And so with the vitamins, I, I, I've, I basically, I, I've looked at every supplement I could possibly take and decided, is this worth taking for me? I absolutely, and I, I recommend this for everyone. Organic multivitamin is the foundation of your supplement stack. Some kind of fish oil or vegan alternative of uh, vegetable oil. So you make sure you get your full dose of, 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 of fatty acids that might not be in your diet. Um, I do uh, spirulina. Mo a big part of this mass is actually food. It's a little morsel of food, of superfood, of spirulina. All that green stuff you see in there, all those green ones, that's, that's uh, spirulina tabs. Um, I put my allergy prescription pills in here too. I sneak that, and so it's a convenient if you're gonna if you have, if you're on any kind of prescriptions or regular pharmaceuticals like that. Like I take the way I'm doing it now. I take one. Um, I think it's a cetirizine in the morning and uh, one Benadryl in the evening. It's a very minimal dose. 
And a lot of the vitamins that I take and the minerals, like I think I do a calcium, magnesium, zinc right now and uh, glutamine and branched chain amino acids and creatine ethyl ester. And I, like for me, um, I'm, I'm still recovering from rugby injuries from, you know, 20 years ago. So I do joint and I, and I, I wear out my joints doing field work and construction and, and lifting here. So I take some, I take turmeric and curcumin, whatever, and uh, a glucosamine chondroitin supplement. But I always take like half for a lot of them. I look at the bottle and I recommend this. I'm like, you know what? I'll take half of that. I don't need to overload, but it's nice to get that diversity of nutrients as a supplement to my diet. And, and that's it. I have, I have a bin here. I have a box in the corner that is like full of all the bottles that go into that. And because, so I have four of those trays. It's two, each one is two weeks. That's eight weeks at a time. I just lay it out on the desk, fill it out. Very easy, very efficient to be healthy. And it's just, it's, it's, I figured this out for myself because I have the internet and I ask these questions and someone says, Oh, you should take this supplement. Okay. I'll look it up, you know? Uh, and, and, and I go, yeah, okay. And then if it doesn't, if I don't notice it helping me out, like I, there's a lot of supplements I'll take for, you know, six months or a year and then drop it and be like, yeah, I don't think you know, if I drop it, am I going to notice? And my ultimate advice, you know, is figure out what works for yourself. Diet, exercise, supplementation, sleep, lifestyle, all of those things. You have to learn the science, learn how things work mechanically biologically mechanistically to a certain degree and then within the realm of what you know is appropriate experimentation based on your body your condition your situation what your goals are what you want to achieve um you know like uh, american beauty i just want to look good naked that's cool too but know that like and and i know like for for me i like for when i lift um i i know like i'm i'm not really lifting for strength I mean, I am, but like functional strength, like I'm, it's already excessive for me for what I want to do here with homesteading construction. I don't have like any athletic pursuit to have extreme functional strength. It's a nice luxury. You know, I could pick up a car off a, a, off a, a, a burning baby pinned underneath it. Wait, wait, no, a burning car off a baby pin. Yes. There's some, there's some, there's some, there's some fun advantages for me to having, um, you know, a lot more strength than 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 the average person but you know i get it like i'm i'm lifting in part for aesthetics like i want to look good okay but I, and i want to be healthy but i don't need to be excessively fit i don't need to be excessively strong already i'm putting in i know more effort than i need to for that I, i'm at that diminishing returns because it's fun and i enjoy i enjoy the whole process but for most people back to the story Nearly half of American adults rarely, if ever, exercise. And the one study said it's $117 billion. Um, and even without that, even if, if this was the culture in a free market, you could you might be able to say, like, you don't pay as if you're healthy, you don't you don't subsidize obesity, you don't subsidize laziness. Uh, but to some extent you do, and you will pay for it in living in a less vibrant world. You know, if, if and it might be like something was not able to come down and cost enough because one dude at one manufacturing company hated himself and, and ate himself to obesity 
and didn't show up to work one day and something failed and now that item that you wanted to buy is a little more expensive and you can't afford it. That's a stress. But, okay. but no, no, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a reduction of, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm showing the economic chain of analysis that, that makes this number tiny compared to the real cost of our yeah. psychological and cultural deficiencies around fitness right now. Absolutely. And my point to yeah. the audience is it's not just be healthy for yourself, but I hope you would join me in being an advocate of health, of being an advocate of fitness and smart body management. And not just, oh, I got it for myself. I got it figured out for myself, but be loving and supportive of everyone around you who you can reach with this message of love yourself, love your body, manage it in a smart way so you can be healthy, you can live a long time because I don't want to live in a world with people who are unhealthy. My world is better with full of healthy, happy. beautiful, happy, vibrant, productive. You want to put it in you know, economic terms, people are going to be more productive and they're not going to cause you these costs, economic resources that could be going towards making life better for everybody instead go to this bullshit because people have been lulled. It's and this is not natural. This is this is a product. This is one of those two steps forward. Here's the one step backwards. Hold on, I gotta read that super chat. What was it? okay? It's not very off topic. Okay, it is okay. So the well, I'm I'm done. I mean, I th I think my point is clear that there are so many other costs of this that should motivate all of us. To, and, and again, this is why I'm sensitive about fat shaming. I don't want because shame is not an effective motivator. I want to be empathetic people. And I know like when, when I have gotten out of control with my cannabis use or my, or my tobacco use, for example, or my alcohol use, even it's, it, I've, I've never gotten to the point where it was uh, compromised. Well, it was, I was compromising my health as a way of psychological self-soothing one way or another. That's unavoidable. And for a lot of people, same shit with food, even more directly than we, we don't examine this enough as a society. This is, I think, the big blind spot is what is the psychological connection with food and obesity, and, and especially with children and school and sports and body image. There's a lot of shit that we're obviously doing not suboptimally, not as healthy as we, as we should be. And a lot of this is a product of the modern technological society, a step backwards. Let's help move the great global human family a step forwards now. Really, it should be a, a great leap forward for humanity to get real about sex and body management and, and uh, obesity and, and all the things, the, the sedentary lifestyle, all the things that come from being sedentary and just being dumb about managing your body. And I'm still saying, yeah, don't worry, this will all be irrelevant in a few hundred years when we upload our brains into machines. But, you know, oh, did I say a few hundred years? Maybe a few decades, who knows? Hmm. But even for, for now, even if all that's true, no, there's no, really, you want to live, we want every, we, if we, we don't want to lose anybody. Humanity is about to enter this new phase of existence where we all, like nobody dies of old age anymore. We're not even going to need food anymore. We have, we have AI, computer-assisted brains, like we already do, partially with smartphones as external devices. Um, we're going to be able to fly. One way or another, humans are going to be able to fly. <laughs> I, we're going to learn how to fly. Humans can fly, like, soon. 
Mike uh, Freeman. Mike I'm yelling at you for being old and fat. You might be an NPC. Just kidding. Yeah, thanks. That was a big long no, you're like, like good news Friday, trying, trying to not be an NPC. Yeah, we do have a lot of good news headlines. We're going to the gym. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not angry though. I'm. I'm. I'm passionate. I'm encouraged. Um. You know, there there might be <laughs> a point where this is irrelevant because we we get the technology to defeat aging, and you you know you walk into a machine and it makes your muscles the perfect size and zaps all the fat out of your body and you know nips all the cancer in the bud before it turns into a cancer and uh you know fixes your vision perfectly and and supercharges your nutrients and your brain who knows like all but we're going to be about whether it's jetpacks or quadcopters or or who knows what the fuck you know we're about to be able to fly we're going to be 3d printing rocket ships in our backyards um and and i don't know when that's coming but it breaks my heart to think that there are billions there are 8 billion people on the planet right now there are billions who will die between now and longevity escape velocity who could have made it if it wasn't for the government manipulation of the food industry of the pharmaceutical industry the medical industry as a whole regulation economic manipulation that is that is seriously negatively impacting people's health shorting quality uh shorting lifespans and and negatively impacting quality of life in, in a huge way for everybody uh the sooner we see this and we can move past it the better so anyway anyway let's go to space next u.s space this, is, this isn't even really a good news friday story and businessinsider.com u.s space force has fired its first shots of the drug war and it's you're like what this is a very misleading headline very misleading headline. Space Force is coming for my drugs. Ah! Right? No. Uh, U.S. Space Force personnel found roughly 65 pounds of cocaine on a beach in Florida in May. <laughs> uh, local officials estimated the total value of the cocaine $1.2 million. But here's the thing. They Why this is... A, it in? This is... Yeah, basically. Yeah, and you're like, really? SpaceX? SpaceX, hide it. Do you know how much you more fun space is on cocaine, oh, yeah. and we don't. Man. And you could have been the first to figure it out. Space. Drop the ball. Drop the ball. The eight ball specifically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, drugs in. I mean, if you're gonna have troops in space, it's not long before you're gonna have barracks wars in space, and then you're gonna have drugs in space. But you're gonna have drinking in space. So, drugs like, and sex are the yeah, first two things to yeah, start in any civilization. Yeah. I would have to argue. <laughs> Don't get too excited. I'm not trying to mislead you on what is SpaceX. It's still mostly dudes on the ground running around, patting themselves on the back, trying to make themselves feel cool. Um, packages like these are typically dumped overboard after accidents or attempts to evade authorities. So this is actually still a regular thing. That's why this is a, a misleading headline. It's funny, but it's kind of good news. Like, oh, yeah. Coke still moves around in bricks like this and washes up on the shore a million dollars worth at a time. So yeah, that's free like, market. That's it's not a million, yeah, right? <laughs> it's not a million dollars worth though. That's like retail parsed out. What would this be? Whole, you know, it's what are people math. moving in bales? It's yeah, I mean, maybe a hundred thousand dollars worth of coke and a few bales like that. Um, I'm it's just guessing, math. obviously, cop math. 
<laughs> government math. Let's just call it, it's government math. Uh, yeah, government-assisted mathematics. Uh, the New American.com, <laughs> FBI released government documents indicate FBI. Oh, this is actually, I meant to hold this one. Sorry, guys. Skip that, sir. We're coming back to that on Monday. I was totally disorganized with points this morning. Washington Post at MSN.com, China launches first astronauts to its new space station as a race with U.S. heats up. Oh, we got a space race on. Uh, yeah, but it's... I, I so hope we it's the cola wars too again. Cola wars. Yes, I remember my home country, uh, the country <laughs> of my fatherland, Canada, was devastated by the cola wars. <laughs> took 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 a generation for the economy and psychology of the country to recover. Uh, yeah, China. Uh, um, the, <laughs> space wars. Yeah, but this is uh, kind of critical mass now thanks to elon musk thanks to jeff bezos thanks to richard branson um this, and, and and their teams uh there's sort of the pressure on the chinese government to say we have to get into this or we're, we're not relevant china launched the first astronaut like they to prove communism versus capitalism even though that's not what it is right china launched the first astronauts to its space station on thursday taking a significant stride in what some U.S. officials have dubbed a new space race between the two countries. Their rocket looks like a penis, too. DNYUZ.com is astronauts dock. China takes up long-term residence in orbit. Just a fun follow. Sorry, three Chinese astronauts docked with the country's still under construction space station on Thursday, beginning with their government. This will be a decade or more of continuous presence by Chinese astronauts at Earth's orbit. Now, I know this doesn't sound like good news, but step back technologically for a second. Think about what this means for good news. The sun, the U.S. sun, terminated. China's AI fighter jet pilots are now better than humans and can shoot them down in dogfights. I think that's scary, right? Humans versus machines. Machines win, humans die. But still, humans in charge of the machines. Uh, what they're capable of. This is a leap forward in technology. And I, what this is China. From China? China. China. Uh, yeah. Uh, cheap plastic shit. I don't know if this is, uh, yeah, I've got lead paint involved maybe before they try, they're trying to ex 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 export these. I don't know. This is probably just military bragging, whether they've actually crossed this point. I doubt it. But if they're saying this, they must be somewhere close. Chinese fighter pilots have been going up against aircraft piloted by AI that are that fare better than humans and can shoot them down in simulated dogfights. I don't doubt that they can do that or that they're at that point with the AI. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to just a war without humans involved. My machines beat uh, your machines. That how so, so many movies started. And, and then the machines comments. are all in Skynet charge. Terminator. Skynet Terminator could be, could More be. You know, but see, I I have faith that you know technology is fundamentally empowering. That this AI, it's sure. okay. So it, it, at some point, hey AI, who are you gonna who who wants you to kill who and why? Is that a legitimate reason? Oh, it's not. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> instead of killing those people, AI. you should lock those people up for us. You know, I, I think eventually AI empowers us to ask those questions. 
in a way that pulls the plug on the whole violence of this system. Hey, AI, who should we vote for if we want peace? Well, considering the track records of the Democrats and Republicans, the only real option is to vote libertarian if you want peace. Oh, thank you, AI. Is that... Well, okay, so, so <laughs> you have the AI, there? but like your evil twin has the AI, then what? What makes them evil, Joey? They didn't have they access to opposite. therapy, so they got the AI therapy robot now. <laughs> we fixed it up. And it'll probably give them a blowjob, too. There you go. Guardian.com. Yeah, we don't have any sex robot stories this Friday. That's unusual. Uh, aging process is unstoppable, finds unprecedented study. Sounds like bad news, right? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> wow. Too much good news in the lungs. Research suggests... Humans cannot slow the rate at which they get older because of biological constraints. And if we should have Aubrey de Grey on again, Dr. Aubrey de Grey, I interviewed him. He's the, the world's foremost longevity expert or was when I interviewed him for the, in 2013, 2014. Fuck, that's a long time ago. Um, that was he already had a beard down to his belly button. Um, but yeah, uh, th this is, I think this is actually bullshit. I don't like this study. Um, and they're saying, well, because of biological constraints. Well, it's always been about escaping biological constraints. So related story from studyfinds.org, aging process hasn't slowed down for humans. We're just not dying younger. And this is like, wait, I take vitamins so I can live healthier long. You look at people like, live healthier, live longer. But no, there is a certain unavoidability to the aging, which is why the... Uh, escaping of it is such an exciting possibility right now. So we don't have time. If we, if, if I hadn't rambled about so many other things, we might've gotten into this aging versus life expectancy. This is when you should thing. have had your vitamin um, rant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's in the show notes, t.me slash Adam versus the man. And again, I think that we are at the point of uh, in extending quality of life, certainly. And, Science is on the verge of actually defeating those biological limitations. All right, let's talk about aliens. The sun, space invaders, UFOs, may be threat to U.S. security lawmakers warned after briefing on military sightings. There was a briefing as part of the COVID bill. I don't know your listeners. Know. Yeah, yeah. That was actually in the COVID. Yeah, but no, here's the thing. But, yeah. Um, what, what are they going to do? UFOs could pose a threat to U.S. national security. Lawmakers claimed after they emerged from a highly classified meeting today about the upcoming Pentagon report where there were a lot of winks and nods and whispers and threats and, hey, this is the new scary thing you're going to have to bring to the American people if you want to keep your job as a politician so we can keep sending money through, through the military-industrial complex. New threat! Terrorism isn't scaring people enough. Let's be afraid of UFOs. Space Force. Space Force, we do have another sex story from The Hollywood Reporter. I don't think this is good news, um, but I just thought it was a funny story to include for Friday. Batwoman, or sorry, Batman. <laughs> Batman, Catwoman, oral sex scene blocked from series. Quote, heroes don't do that. You tell kids heroes don't get blowjobs, they're not going to want to be heroes anymore. Harley Quinn co-creator Justin Halpern claims the scene was nixed by DC and the internet has thoughts. <laughs> oh yes, the internet has thoughts about this. Batman can beat criminals to a pulp. 
take on supervillains and live a double life as a billionaire playboy and keep crusader, but he can't apparently go downtown, not downtown Gotham City. He can't obviously certainly go there, but he can't go to, you know, the other downtown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Jay is backstage. I'm sorry I missed that. Jay, we were expecting to have him on at the hour. I totally spaced it because we got delayed with all this fun sexual stuff. Thank yeah. you, Jim, for getting that to Joey. Thank you, Jay, for waiting. Without further ado, uh, our guest today is the turbine guy, Jay Nygaard of GoGreenEnergyOnline.com. And while there's lots of exciting stuff to promote in that realm, Unfortunately, with current industrial backlog bullshit, we are still waiting on the wire for our turbine, something we could not have anticipated. Well, we should have anticipated with inflation. But no, even getting a 500-foot spool of wire is a special backorder item with Home Depot right now. Um, so we still have that to look forward to. But Jay has uh, a very exciting uh, personal story to tell this week about intervening in an emergency situation. Um, Jay, welcome back. Jay froze. Jay's frozen or no audio? Froze. Frozen and no audio. At least you didn't freeze in like a goofy. He looks face. good. That's what it always does to me. I'm like, Wah. I thought he was crazy. he was standing unnaturally still there for a second. Me too. I wasn't really sure. Um and oh, Jay was backstage earlier. Yeah. Oh geez, I feel terrible. Well, and now he's frozen out. Well, whenever he gets that connection thing addressed, we'll have him back on. Um, I, I guess I should tease the story. Um, I want to get it right from from his um. Because he said that uh, he, he had a, a, a pretty tough uh, episode. Uh, he pulled uh, some people and their dog from a flipped car uh, ready to blow up. What so the shit? Really? Do we have Jay back Where's on with a good Jay? connection now? Jay? Hey, thanks for your patience today. Sorry to make you wait. And thanks to Joey for making that happen behind the scenes. But hey, man, uh, you want to you wanna just back up and give us the setup for your story? Sure, sure. You know, I want to talk about my little buddy, Foodog. Uh, you met him when he came down. Uh, fortunately, I got sad news. At 12 years old, he got run over uh, last week. And it's been really hard for me because, you know, he, he was my little buddy who went with me everywhere. You know, yeah. when I grew up, I, I was sexually abused starting at nine years old, and it lasted a while. And in fact, my mom exposed me to someone I later found out she knew was a pedophile. And it ended up, while I was in the service, I ended up attempting suicide as I was being overwhelmed. And, of course, being in the military, what do they do? They throw you in the brig for that. Mm. And and so, you know, I developed PTSD over time. And I was able to deal with it for a while myself. But then with the latest stress of all this government and other stuff going on, I, I was actually, uh, uh, I guess, regressing in, in my mental state. And, you know, 12 years ago, I bought my uh, daughter uh, a little doggy for her birthday with no idea that, that he would end up being my, uh, my best friend ever. Uh -huh. and, and it got to the point where um, I counted on him. You know, there's times when you have PTSD, you know, there's different outcomes. People react differently depending on who they are and what. Sometimes there's violent reactions. Other times there's not. What happens to me is I, I disappear. 
I disappear from the world. I go hide in a closet. I do stuff. And, and there were times that he was the only thing between between me, reality, and unreality. You know, just yep. having, having that guy there to help me to get me through it, it was just priceless. And it's sad that, that in our society, so many people don't, don't understand uh, what that can really mean for you. I mean, I'd be in airports. and I mean, he went everywhere with me. Flew on the airplane to Florida, all over the country. I brought him down to where you were. He's been to more states than most people. And <laughs> I mean, he was always there. And what I'd love to do was put him out and take a picture of where we are. And I'd post that on my Facebook page, you know, because yeah. we're a team. And we always were a team. And, you know, he was never a leash dog. He was never anything like that. He was just my buddy that when we went to the hardware store, I'd open the door. He'd go running in up to the front to say hi to everybody. And he wouldn't leave the store till I whistled and it was time to go. Same with the liquor stores. Same with so many stores, so many places. I brought this that we really did everything, you know. I've been married for almost 30 years now. But it's, you know, you get close to your spouse and all that. You end up spending so much time with your service animal that you're kind of a part of each other. Yep. And, yep. and the inter the interesting thing is that I trained him to be a PTSD service animal just by how I trained him and, and how right. I treated him. You know, I treated yep. him as a person dog, you know, not, yep. not just a dog dog. And it's I actually I sent you a link if you want to put it up at some point. It's It's easy to train service animals for PTSD. And it's easy to be able to bring them with you everywhere where people can't say anything. I mean, you can bring them everywhere and people can't say anything. And it's federal regulations now. So that's what we ended up doing. I got a note from my therapist right here. And, you know, you just got to write so much up and have your therapist verify it. And this note was like my ticket to every, you know, get, getting them in wherever I needed to. And, yeah. and it's it's not hard to do, but it's so helpful at times. And it's so comforting just to know that, that you've got your buddy there. Now, now, in this training, they offer treats and stuff. Well, you know, I'd offer him treats, go out, go to the bathroom, that kind of deal. But I never had to literally go through this training. It's just a relationship we developed. I mean, yeah. it's really interesting. And if you want to put up a few pictures of my little buddy, that'd be cool so, so that people can see who we're well, talking about. Yeah, I'll, I'll get those sent over to Jim in just a second here because I, I think you sent them uh, you sent them to me on Telegram. Uh, you know, I want to I want to say a few things about about my experience with with uh, Blue, of course, uh, my dog who passed uh, just uh, just a few weeks ago, and similarly, he found me. You know, it was actually uh, my my girlfriend at the time uh, adopted him, and it was uh, I, I just ended up being the one that had a bond with him, and she we split up, and she tried to take him, and I I, I jokingly say, oh no, I won that custody battle, no contest. She tried to give him away to somebody else. I was like, no, that's not happening, and we kind of slowly grew into it. And I do want to say one thing too about uh, the, the the service dog and the legal bullshit, um, because we're we're libertarians. We want to respect private property. We're not using this to like abuse 
someone who says in their restaurant or it's not appropriate. But like, you want to tell me Walmart is a dog-free zone? Because government, regu- it's not like if, if Walmart wasn't adhering to government regulations about retail space, you'd be able to have a dog on a leash on, on Walmart, in Walmart aisles, just like on the sidewalk, you know, and as long as you're responsible for them, then it's fine. So, you know, it's really just a way of when you're uh, in a place where because of government bullshit regulation, dogs aren't acceptable, but humans are, that you can use that paperwork to say, no, 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 I took care of the government thing. You don't have, but they're not even supposed to be able to ask for paperwork. If you have a dog in public that is adhering to the behavioral standards, they cannot object. As soon as that dog's not you know, behaving by those standards. Except the TSA. They can say, except the TSA. Well, oh, TSA, because fuck you, we're government. We can ask, show your paperwork. You need to show it yeah, for like, an airplane. Like 30 days. Well, for mine, I'd have to, if, when I fly with Miko, I have to send in her paperwork at least a week in advance to the airline. It's got to be confirmed with the therapist's license number has to be on there. Like it's yeah. pretty official. Yeah, but it's dogs find you. And you become their service human, you know, more than the other way around. But it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, it's a symbiotic relationship that if you've never experienced it, you can't describe. And it's, it's a big part of what we want to do with Homefront Battle Buddies here in Gardenia is be able to bring, because like, I didn't know I needed a service dog. I just was like, okay, well, my girlfriend's got a dog around. I'm going to hang out with it. Okay, now we're, oh, we're cool. And then, oh, shit, like, this is my best friend. He's treated me better than any of the people in my life. What do you know? And then uh, to, to give vets that experience, just be able to come hang out with dogs. We'll have a bunch of puppies around at all times. And if you like one, take it home. If not, no big deal. Um, Carrie Espinosa, dogs are like kids. You have to take good care of them, and they take care of you. No, uh, dogs make kids look like little pieces of shit. Uh, dogs make, I, I, I said this about Baloo when he died. You know, if you took all the best qualities of everybody in my life over the last 12 years that I've had Baloo yeah. and you combine them into one superhuman, perfect Gandhi, Jesus, Buddha, whatever the fuck, amazing person, you would still be a piece of shit next to Baloo, you know, and, and, and as, as just this, this gift from God of what dogs represent as, you know, love multipliers as, as servants of humanity, uh, always undervalued you can't can't say enough when you have it like that yeah i I completely agree you know and you know i i used to say that food dog was the best part of me and and there's no other way to put it i used to say he had me really well trained too and that's going to be the hard part now because you know when i'd stop at burger king or whatever i'd get a double cheeseburger instead of a single knowing he's going to get some (laughs) you know and and you know you make sure Ask for pup cups now. You get a, yeah. get a couple of whipped oh, cream. We got a whole tray yeah. bag from yeah. oh. Burger King. Was it Burger got, King? Yeah, they gave up? us a whole ass. The chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. Like chicken, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has a yeah. whole kids meal for break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Burger King employees I've found really love dogs. Yeah. Actually, any fast food workers. Going like, oh, you got dogs sticking heads out the window. Like, yes, they love that. They want to hook them up. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Jay, how do tell us about this? The the the, the, the your your good you. I mean, you have a, a remarkable 
you know, feel good, good news story, though, as well this week to share. I do. Uh, which you, you, save, you save people. Oh, oh yes. Um, actually, that was Kayla and I. We saved uh, a couple of lives and a dog out in Colorado. And I, I've, I've saved uh, life out here on the lake when a guy got ran over by a snowmobile. And then I saved my neighbor the one time. In that instance, if you can get that one up, uh, Kayla and I were driving in Colorado, and we were going to do some backcountry skiing. And right at the bottom, you know, you go up to the top, you drop off, drive around, and pick them up, and kind of take turns going around for free. You know, bring everyone up in the truck. So, but anyways, we were coming around in a corner. I'm going, wow, this is a little icy. And, you know, I got it back, and and I looked, and there was a car in the ditch, a blazer or something like that, or an expedition. And Kayla said. Dad, stop! It's still running. So I slammed on the brakes and pulled over, and we bolted out of the truck. And he went way ahead of me. And I stopped and thought, somebody better call the cops. So I turned around and saw some lady with her phone. So then, <coughs> boom! I went and chased Kaler. Kaler threw waist deep, you know, waist to chest deep snow. Was already down at the car and had uh, and and was had the door ripped open, ready to help. Those eyes running down there, the car was still running, and it was revving high, and there was fuel. There was a gas leak somewhere that all the fuel was vaporizing, and these people were in the car on its side. They let their seatbelts off, fell to the bottom side, which is the passenger side, and figured, well, we better open a window and climb out. And as soon as they opened that window, the, the vehicle got flooded with this smoke, this gas fume smoke. And they were uh, being overwhelmed. And Kaler and I, like I said, he ripped it. Oh. He ripped the door open. I got down there. We reached in and grabbed the lady and humped her up onto the bank. I think she got pushed by her uh, by her husband. And then we reached down and pulled him out, and he was out of it. I mean, he was kind of dizzy and all this. And they were really ready to be overcome by the fumes. And, and then he looked at me. Oh. And says, and he looked at me. And says, "My dog, my dog, my dog's in there." <laughs> So I'm like, shit, so I go running back, and I look down, and all I see are two eyes staring up at me out of the dark. And I'm like, you're going to have to come help me with this. I'm not sticking my arm in there. You know? <laughs> so he came over, and we grabbed the dog and got it out, and then I got them in, into the truck. First thing I did when I was running down was yell, shut it off, shut it off. So they got the car shut off, so that wasn't happening anymore. But basically, if we hadn't have been down there so fast, they were they were being overcome by the fumes, and and it very well could have blown up and started on fire. And so, Kaylin, we ended up making a local newspaper, and, and so we we saved those people and their dog. That's awesome. No, I, I've I've got some, uh, you know, similar stories of being the first responder on the scene, and and I know, uh, you know, Kaylin is uh, how old is Kaylin now? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Um, just that kind of guy who like, I'm glad you didn't join the Marines, but you've got that, that, what that they want is that helpful, you know, just jump in, you see someone in need attitude, you know, and, 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 and I will say like, it is uh $5 bucks for pops right on. It is, it is one of those good things that you get out of the military experience of that teamwork, that team effort sense. And that sense of just, if I, of taking charge of a situation, I see someone suffering i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna see something i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and i you know just for everybody on the side of the road uh there you know you're lucky when there's someone like taylor or jay or me or even uh 
I mean, one of the craziest stories I have with this was with Zach Foster, the one-armed man on, on a bus tour with me, where he's um, we, we come to a, a, a traffic jam on a freeway in Florida, and we thought it might be a Black Lives Matter protest at the time. And we just start walking, and we walk like half a mile through stalled traffic past thousands, thousands of people just sitting in their cars waiting for traffic to clear. And then we come to the scene of the accident, and there's still a guy with his head bleeding, not knowing what's going on, with his dog needing to be secured, and, you know, shit like that, where it's just like, no, and, and there are people in a, a row of cars at the front of this huge backup looking at the accident. Yeah. And there, because a few, there, there are three or four cars involved, and there were a few people standing, milling around fine. But it's like there's a car right over there with a dude who needs medical attention right now. And we were just able to reassure him and, you know, take care of his dog and get his dad on the phone and make sure that when the paramedics got there, they knew about his injuries and his medical situation. And it's just like, how do it's it's so easy to be that helpful first responder with just taking that attitude 1054 not all heroes wear shades but this one does indeed all right so you know, with those, to that to the to the helping the rescuing it, there have been hundreds if not thousands probably hundreds of cases where people get sued for helping somebody right like there's the whole liability thing you know you people try are discouraged out, and afraid you do harm unfortunately and you're held accountable it's, yeah so people like, have to be confident there's not a good samaritan you have law to, yeah. in every state some states have good samaritan laws well the good samaritan laws are com compulsion to help and that's not good either yeah um but as a social expectation if that's manifest as a law i'd rather i'd rather them make not being helpful illegal than smoking pot illegal. And, and, and if a good Samaritan law, if, if a good Samaritan law can be that encouragement in a life-saving situation, okay. You know, like if you're gonna threaten people with the law, <laughs> this is a pretty righteous use of it, right? Um, and to protect people, the good Samaritan laws are as you suggest suggest, Joey protecting people from liability in those situations too. You know, I, I, I got to say the only person who would be thinking about the good Samaritan law before doing something would be a lawyer. I got, well then, then how do you explain that Zach Foster and I walked past literally thousands of people sitting in their cars, not doing anything while a dude was, 30 feet in front of them, suffering. I'm going to say it has nothing to do with the Good Samaritan law. It's got to do with the character of those people not wanting to get involved or maybe just not even yeah. knowing what to do. You know, and, and sometimes you don't have to know what to do. Maybe you just show up and someone says, here, hold on to this dog for a bit or something. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, anytime they, well, there's, there's, a sick, there's a sickness in our culture that prevents our natural instinct to help from being fully expressed for whatever, for, I think it's a handful of reasons. And there is something I studied as a, as an undergrad psychology student about the bystander effect, right? Yeah. By the way, if you're getting raped, Joey, I don't know if you heard this as practical advice. If you're getting raped, you don't yell, yell rape, you yell fire. You yell fire. Yeah. People hear rape and they are less likely to respond because they think it doesn't concern them. And it's a dangerous situation where they might have to intervene. If they hear fire, neutral enemy, we are all going to gang up on this thing and handle it. And we're going to put out the fire. And it's the same. There's there's some of that mentality. And if 
the other bystander effect is if multiple people are walking by in a crowd, one person is less likely to deviate from that crowd and be the one to intervene. And we need to train ourselves to not be victims of that mob mentality, group think, whatever, that prevents us from being helpful. I, I do think there's, there is a fear um, of intervening in a situation like that. And part of it is people just not being confident. And yeah, it's huge. Hey, hold this dog so I can stop this bleeding. You know, like, yeah. And, and I, I use this as an analogy about libertarianism to say, or those of us who are fighting the injustices of, of statism to say, you don't need to be a fucking expert. Just stop what you're doing. Do pull over for a minute. Get out of your fucking car and give us a hand. We just need hands to stop them. There are people suffering still because of government. We know. Just get out of your fucking car and join us and get hands on. And when I see, I think back to this incident in Florida with the one armed man and, and thousands of bystanders, I go, what is, what do we need to change in that? And, and you're right, it's deeper. I think the liability is a minor contributor to that. Somewhere in somebody's head, they're like, ah, oh, well, we paid government for this. Government's going to handle this. And if I'm going to, it's one more reason of bullshit rationalization for their laziness, for their bad decision to not be helpful. It's like, well, it might get in trouble too. And I see, I see cops coming. And that's the other thing is, hey, cops are coming. I'm going to stay away from cops because cops are a dangerous yeah. liability. That's a significant, just one more thing. It's, you know, I'm taken back to, I was in a Burger King once. And a little girl dropped and started having a seizure. Okay. I think, I don't know, 12 year old girl. And in an extent, it was probably five seconds or less, but it felt like an extended minute of time. I looked around and realized that nobody, not even her own mother, was doing anything but standing there in shock and staring. And I calmly walked over to the Burger King counter and I asked for a spoon because I remember that's, that's something that you might need for, for a seizure. And I just went and I held the girl's head and I looked at her mom and said, call 911. And not even mom did. So I want to bring this back to the dogs and pet ownership, because I think there's something about owning a pet, like being a parent, not that I know, because I don't have any kids, but that, uh -oh. that creates um, it, it, oh, even no. more so when you, when you have a service animal with a, a close relationship with. It's an exercise in empathy and caring for someone in what compared to a human is an intellectually disabled state. A dog is, is, is a it, compared to a human is an intellectual cripple that, you know, needs someone to open the car door, needs someone to open the can of food, needs someone to figure out when they need help and med medicine and all that. And you and so this next story really brings it back and connects the, you know, the good Samaritan concept with being a pet owner. So Jay, I just, I want to share this one off the stack for you today from goodnewsnetwork.org. Pet owners say taking care of their furry friend encourages taking better care of themselves. Mm -hmm. Nearly seven in 10 Americans admit they take better care of their pet than themselves. According to a new poll, 67% prioritize their pet but results revealed it's a reciprocal relationship. Eight and 10 respondents that taking care of their pet actively encourages them to take better care of themselves. 
And I hope then each other as well. And back to all my health rants from earlier in the show today. Take your vitamins. Love everybody and encourage them to be healthy and, and own dogs, right, Jay? <laughs> no, I, I, I got to agree. You know, when I lost Food Dog last week, it was like losing a son. And it, 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 you get that close. And you absolutely do. It, it, it's a habit you get in not only of taking care of them, but taking care of yourself, too, because what they do is they get you in a routine. And there's no way to get out of that routine because that's just how they live and you get to be a part of their routine. They actually yep. kind of drive your behavior on how you do yes. things because yes. you have to account and accommodate for them. So you figure out how to fit yourself in as well as them. I, I completely yes. agree with that. No, and, and here's, here's a nitty gritty weird thing about this you might not be thinking about, but when, unless you have like completely outdoor free range animals when you have a dog that even sleeps in the house you become aware of their their bladder and bowel situation most it's like this extra consciousness of empathy that you have to have especially like with blue when you're on the road with the dog it's like with a kid hey do you have to pee do you want to go pee before do you before we get on the road for this long trip you know and for me right now with the two new puppies Thelma and louise it's every morning I get up, I have to get myself ready to walk out the door just across the property. And right now it's just shorts, flip-flops and my fanny pack with the dog treats and make sure that they sit and they're not pawing at the door when I pull the sheet off of their crate. And then I open the door, all right, you know, I make sure that they're sitting and not then open the door and then, okay, man, we're out the door. You're not going to get distracted. You're not going to pee in the house. They haven't peed in the house. Well, once, once. The whole time. But that was totally my fault because I didn't get him out the door right away. Um, But that's that like that's my awesome start to every day is like make sure the pup and I'm I'm outside yelling stupid shit like Thelma, Louise, go pee, go potty, go pee, go potty, Mm -hmm. go pee, go potty. Who's going to go pee first? Good girl. You get a treat. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. That's how I start my day like every day right now. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Well, you know, Food Dog was the same. Every morning when it was time, he'd get up, shake it off, and then look at you expectantly with his ears up like, well, let's go. And yeah. it's like, well, I guess it's time to get up. You know, yeah. that's just how it works. Yep. All right. Jay, thank you so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Uh, the website, of course, gogreenenergyonline.com. Any, any final thoughts or anything else you want to plug, sir? Yeah, if anybody out there is looking at trying to officialize their service animal, I'm more than happy to help. You know, I, I can help you develop a letter for your therapist and and help you kind of guide the rules and regulations. Like I said, I took them on airplanes and everywhere. I kind of been there. So you can find me through my website or, or I'm on, uh, geez, what's this other one we got? Telegram. I'm on Telegram. You can find me there or you can go to my YouTube channel at Turbine Guy and, and get a hold of me there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jay. All right. Let's see how many headlines we can skim through in 10 minutes. (laughs) Wait, 13 minutes on the clock. Yeah, right. Um, Comment contest. We'll also be checking in with Joey towards the end of the show. There will be a winner today. Get him up. She says, when Joey says, get it up, you get it up. The sun, dark web, just fun nature story. Spider apocalypse. It's Australia covering countryside in eerie blankets of cobwebs after 
Biblical mouse plague. Oh my God, it's time to burn that place. Blankets of cobwebs are covering us. They already burned Australia. You didn't catch oh, they were on fire last year. Yeah. On, uh, blankets of cobwebs are covering the Australian countryside. And oh, what has been dubbed a spider apocalypse as the country battles a biblical mouse plague. Yeah. Cool stuff. Check out the notes. Uh, studyfinds.org. Speaking of having kids, just the two of us, one in four couples opt to never have kids and are just as happy. Interesting. At least we're doing that decision well. Um, Hong Kong from the hill.com. Good news in civil disobedience today, or at least sticking it to the man. Hong Kong newspaper prints 500,000 copies in face of Chinese crackdown. This was five times more than their usual daily amount a day after Chinese authorities arrested five editors and executives for allegedly conspiring foreign governments to endanger national security. The front page prominently featured images of the editors and executives handcuffed and led away by police. Again, communist China, the Communist Party of China, being dragged into the modern era because they, the accountability is there. The technology is going to have an impact. We're going to see a, a you see more glitches in the matrix in China as well. Armytimes.com. Your uniform could soon track your body's signals and tell you if you're sick. So, yeah, we are on the verge of this really cool new technology with clothing. Just clothing is, is going to be technology, not just fabric. I mean, it's always been technology in a bigger sense, right? But, uh, yeah, I, I've talked about this as something and, and now seeing we're on the verge of it. I got to tell the dark side of the story because there is there is a bad side. CNBC.com, ex-Facebook VR exec says they'll turn U.S. troops into invincible technomancers. Just raised $450 million. So, yeah, this is happening with the uh, military-industrial complex. But I do think that the technologies coming out of this are going to be really exciting. They could have a significant role in serving humanity. All right, now just fun nature story. Not really good news one. Washington Post. Bear goes on rampage in Japan, storms military base airport. So two government facilities. That's cool. Uh, Wild Bear went on a rampage in the northern Japanese city of Sapporo on Friday. Storming a Japanese military base, forcing its way into an airport and injuring four people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a baby. The bear galloped across a busy road, pushed its way into a base run by Japan's self-defense forces. You hear that, China? You hear that, China? Japan can't defend itself against a bear. Maybe this is, you know, California, the great bear, California Republic icon. Uh, maybe this is symbolic that California, when we declare independence from the United States as California, they will uh, declare war on Japan and win decisive victory by sending in bears. California bears. Another yeah. fun news story, yeah, nature bear. story, sorry. NBCnews.com. New fossils of giant rhinos, the largest land, mammal, mam- largest land mammals ever, are found in China. Cool picture of these guys. And like next to a tree. Uh, you get a sense of the scale. The discovery recalls an important phase of scientific history and hints at the landscape of Asia millions of years ago. Fossils from two giant rhinos dating back about 22 million years have been unearthed in China. Huh. Good, some good things come out of China. Much larger than modern rhino... Blah, 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 I need more COVID vitamins. Giant rhinos often stood more than 20 feet tall at the shoulder and weighed more than 20 tons, making them bigger than mammoths and the largest land mammal that ever lived. Damn. Yeah. Cool. Wait, is this is this an old story? No, this is a new story. But saying 
they were found in May 2020, 2015. You got a, one they fossil. They recognized right away. Yeah, I guess. So that now they're releasing the reports. That's what I, I saw a couple uh, different outlets reporting on this news. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty pretty cool shit. Uh, one fossil is a skull, jawbone, teeth, the other, and the atlas vertebra, where the head connects to the spinal. The other consists of three vertebrae. So it, they're they're extrapolating a lot to come up with that uh, sketch, but you can tell and go and the weight numbers, but you can tell from those things. It's pretty cool. We have that understanding of nature, biology, evolution, anatomy to be like, yeah, from these few bones, we can say oh, this is the rest of the animal and we weigh about this much, and this is by far largest land mammal or largest yeah largest land mammal ever uh bloomberg business week i told you we had an athletes or an athletic story to bring in your college athletes get ready to score some serious cash six states will allow student players to profit from the use of their likeness starting on july 1st and the ncaa isn't pleased and it, it there's so much to this story um but as sports become less perverted and less taking advantage of the athletes they're going to get better for everybody Goodnewsnetwork.org, miraculous mosquito <laughs> hack cuts dang disease rate by 77%. Dang. 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 Yeah, we're going to have to go really fast with these. Two days after her wedding, bride donates kidney to groom's ex-wife. There's a fun feel-good story. Goodnewsnetwork.org, if you want to master a new skill, take plenty of breaks while practicing. Practical advice on that one. Also, we have just a big pile from goodnewsnetwork.org. Scientists design junk food game to help people eat less, lose weight. Study shows it works. This single tree could restore degraded land, create a biofuel revolution, power cars, and feed families. Not a single tree, just one species growing across much of Asia. It's known by many names, including Indian beech, Pongamia, carom tree, Frangi, and Malapari. Pongamia pinata, as its scientific name goes, is a member of the pea family that is being considered by Indonesian forestry experts for potential landscape restoration and the future of bioenergy. I mean, as, as we're about to leave this planet, it's like, holy shit, there's so much we don't understand about it. 80-year-old bonsai master creates incredible tiny forests as a rebel in the ancient art. Yeah, check out that. It's a really cool gallery of bonsai trees. I'm motivated by this because I, I call what I'm doing here bonsai my junipers. Scientists discover a new brown species they named the chocolate frog. And it's adorable. That's the whole headline. And that's as much as we're going to cover the story. But yeah, cool. Um, Nigerian homes built from thousands of plastic bottles, 12 times stronger than brick and earthquake strong. I'm going to be studying this because it looks like they're using Adobe with plastic bricks. And I'm like, ooh. Ooh. Why didn't we think of that? That's a really cool variation on what I've studied and what some of the construction projects we have in suspended animation here in Gardenia. Uh, and, yeah, stuff I learned at the Earthship Academy in Taos that I'm like, ooh, that could be another cool application of that. The lifestyle of this Amazonian tribe may hold a key to healthy aging. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a better positive story, right? Scientists created a mint that whitens teeth better than gels and rebuilds tooth enamel at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. Nature has a better answer than all this toothpaste crap. Maybe. New sustainable roofing material can naturally keep buildings cool without AC. Yeah. And this is a real one of those innovations where it's like, 
like the like the the aqueducts. You know, oh yeah, hey, now we don't need to, uh, now we have water wherever we need it, right? Like, hey, up. now we have air conditioning for without without the energy cost wherever we need it because we have different roofs. Like that's fucking awesome. And uh this is so cooling paper. Um yeah. Great. Yeah, just better engineer. We're figuring shit out every day. That's why we gotta do Fridays like this. Native American tribe in Maine gets back sacred island taken 160 years ago. Great news. Yes, restorative justice. The weirdness of dreams may be why we have them, says new theory of dreaming. Yeah, inspired by techniques used to train deep neural networks, a neuroscience professor has argued for a new theory, theory of dreams, the overfitted brain hypothesis. Next up, the Denauer Off Good News Network, the DenverChannel.com. Lawmakers introduced a bill that would decriminalize drugs at federal level. Yeah. What? Yeah. This year, Oregon became the first and only state to decriminalize. Anyway, but this is uh, making it federal. This is the 50th anniversary of the war on drugs, which was declared by former President Richard Nixon, Tricky Dick. Uh, yeah. Uh, Queen Adesui, policy manager of the Drug Policy Alliance said, quote, five decades later, all we have to show for the war on drugs is mass incarceration, mass criminalization, destruction, devastation, brown and black communities, and low-income communities, unrelenting overdose crisis. We haven't seen, you know, what they allege the war on drugs is really supposed to be about, which is reducing drug use. Ah, ah, yeah. Um, so this is, this, is, this is not the ultimate end of the drug war measure, yeah. but it would not legalize any drugs. It would change the approach of how drug charges are dealt with instead of putting someone behind bars. They would receive receive the help they need to get clean. It's sort of like you want to use this as an excuse for the drug war. You better be fucking consistent about it. So good news, we're at that point. We are finally having finally. the discussion. Yes, beginning of the end of the war on or no, oh, we did that. Beginning of the middle of the end of the war on drugs. Ooh, ERAU Embry Riddle Aeronautical University solar propelled invention designed to clean up space trash. I saw this happening for the islands of trash and the ocean was really excited. We're doing it in fucking space now too. Yes. This is why I'm like, I'm, I'm concerned for the environment, but I am not worried that we will be able to innovate our way out of the current challenges we face with it. Independent.co.uk thousand sign petition calling for Jeff Bezos to be denied re-entry to earth after space trip. All right. Um, MJ, U.S. Uh, MarijuanaMoment.net. Marijuana equity advocates propose changes to federal legalization bill to stop big business takeover. Just so cool to watch it happening. Courant, as in the Hartford Courant.com. Connecticut lawmakers get final okay to marijuana legalization. Possession would be legal July 1st. Retail sales targeted for May 2022. Go Connecticut. Yeah. ArabNews.com. This is from the Producers Club. Man says he traveled through time to warn of an alien invasion. I met that guy. Um, oh, we already covered the security threat story. Um, Elon Musk says he'll give a fan a free Tesla if he eats pack pizza backwards for 420 days. At least he's having fun with this. Uh, Washington, D.C. inmate becomes first incarcerated person in city to win elected office. We might come back to that one. Uh, yeah, we will. Weird living fossil fish lives 100 years and is pregnant for five. Flying squirrel as big as a cat discovered in Himalaya is one of the least known animals on Earth. And ancient chicken laid an egg that lasted a thousand years without being broken. And with that, producer notes, please, in a hurry, Jim.
Oh, thanks for giving me so much time. Adam vs. Man, that's t.me forward slash Adam vs. Man is a public telegram channel. Patreon.com forward slash Adam vs. Man is a Patreon. At Our Garden of Freedom is uh, is the Instagram channel. The Crypto6.com is a great website. And Go Green Energy Online is the best website for do-it-yourselfers looking for solar and micro wind energy. So much good news. Joey, do we have a winner in our comment contest today? 1054 got it today. If you stand by idly during a crisis because you haven't been given permission to help, you might be an NPC. Oh, for yourself, beautiful. Yeah. Peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent. Everybody. <laughs>